Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed. Blender HD, if you want to follow me on Twitter. And it's Tuesday, April 18th. And we'll be talking about uh, MLB, MLB stuff, as, as usual, today. Uh, gotten a, a bunch of questions in. Uh, feel free to keep on coming with your questions. I will be answering them all. Okay, some of them actually, some, some of them relate to each other. So sometimes, you know, I stack them on top of each other and then I answer a bunch on, on one show of a similar topic. So send them in, questions at theoryofdfs.com. They will be covered on the show. This is unstructured learning. If you want a structured version, I would suggest you get the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports, 15-hour audio DFS masterclass, and uh, the Advanced Player's Guide with custom Excel tools, which I'll be showing one off today. Uh, so go to theoryofdfs.com, pick those up. Just listen to 21 hours audio. You pretty much learn everything. Good morning to everyone in the chat. Defic, what does? Suki, is Suki here? Suki's not here today. Okay. Joe Mack, Travis Selby, Matt Mears, Anthony Stewart, McCool, 325, Nerdy Tenders here. Good morning. Good morning. The people, the, the people, the people that don't need this show show up. The people that need this show, I don't know. They don't watch. And I get questions. I'm like, All right, have you been watching the show? It's like, oh, I, I, did you have a show? Like, where have you been? Where have you been? Where have you been? But so, so many questions relate, like so many, so many over, so much overthinking. There's so much overthinking in, in DFS. I, that's why I, today I want, I wanted to show you how little I think about MLB, how little, how little I think. And I, just to do like a day in the life, like I will literally show, I will literally show, literally. I do this all the time also, right? Literally show what I do. Just literally show. It's like, no, no, he's not an example. It's like, no, no, he's he's, a, he's literally what I do, right? Well, first thing, what, what do I do first thing in the morning? First thing in the morning is I'm going to be checking. I'm in Kentucky. I can't legally bet on sports yet. I'll be checking the prize picks and the underdog, right? Right, I have the bat projections here. It's up, right? Here, here are the bat project, current bat projections. Obviously, based on projected lineups. Based on the umpire data that we currently have, the weather data that we currently have, these numbers change depending on a batting order, depending on something like that. Some of the projections will go up or down, right? But here are the statistical projections. I can look at Ks, walks, hits, home runs, everything, fantasy points. All the stuff is here, the bat projections. So I could load up this page and get everything I want, right? Projected pitch counts, right? Everything. So I get that at Roto Grinders, right? You pay for the bad projections, you get this, right? But even better screen, I used to take this information. I used to export this to CSV, right? I used to take this and then bring it into Excel and then manually compare to like, okay, well, Zach Wheeler, six strikeouts is, okay, you put in six. Do I get enough, do I get enough of an edge that I could beat minus 137? right? Which is uh 57 point, whatever said 57.8% implied win probability based on the, based on the distribution of, of that prompt of that, that stat category. I used to do that, uh, which takes a little bit of time, right? You have to cut and paste stuff. You got to bring it back and forth. You got to look right. 
but in uh, EV Analytics, which uses the bat projections, uh, I get a screen for that, right? And I get a screen for underdog and prize picks. So I can reload this, right? I reload the page. I'm showing you literally what I do, right? Reload the page, have prize picks, sort by this column called expected value, and it'll show you, right? Taj Bradley, the over-under on prize picks is five. The implied projection on that is 5.29 because it's a minus 137 line. The bat projection is 4.31. Shows the difference between the line versus the bat is minus 18%, right? Expected value of the under is fairly high, right? So it's like, okay, I want to take that. Vince Velasquez, four. Bat projection is 3.24, 25% difference. The under, high expected value, higher than minus 137, right? And then we get some like Wallachuk, over, sale, over, Wheeler, under strikeouts, right? Wheeler over one and a half earned runs, right? Suarez under, LeMahieu under under a half a run, right? I just look at this and you know what I do? I go to prize picks and I've already done this, right? And I just make pairs of all of them, Right? Right, Taj Bradley, Vince Velasquez, 50 bucks. It's right here. Vince Velasquez, Jose Suarez, 30 bucks, right? Because what I do, the higher the expected value, the more, more money I put down. Right? The lower, the less money I put down. Right. So the the pair of Bradley and Velasquez, being that they're both high expected value, the highest on the board, that's a $50 pair. Bradley and Waldachuk would be like a $30 pair. Right. And then when if I pair like like LeMayhew Suarez, that may like that may be a $10, $20 pair. Right. So you put those together. Right. Not that hard. It's like it's right in front of you. I just start with Bradley. I go Bradley Velasquez, Bradley Waldchuk, Bradley Sale, Bradley Wheeler strikeout. That Bradley LeMayhew runs under. Right. If something new comes on the board, right? If they post something new or something moves, and it's like, oh, well, now Spencer Strider is now up up towards the top. And it's like, okay, I go back and I'll go. I'll make those pairs. You can see right here, Velasquez Wheeler, right? I Jameson in there. Jameson's projection actually went down. So it's really not, not plus EV anymore, but I got them in there because uh, that's the, the margin error, right? When the bad projections change and the, oh, it's like, oh, uh-oh, right? Hopefully that evens out over the long run, right? So I, I t- just before the show, you can see right here, 10.54 a.m., right? Literally just before the show, the Mayhew under half a run. Came up, so I was like, okay, let me pair it with Wheeler's under, with sales over, with Wallachuk's over, with Wheeler's over earn runs, with Velasquez's less than four strikeouts, Bradley. And you could see the Bradley and the Velasquez one, I have $30, right? And these other ones, I have 10, 20, 10, and they're all pairs. They're all just two picks, right? And you could do the same thing on Underdog. Underdog makes it easier for you because you could like, you could just like, you hit the, the heart button. So I just go, it's like, whatever's on the board here, right? I go to underdog. And you can see here, sort by the expected value column, right? Bradley Velasquez, Tyler Freeman, Mercon- Marcano's hit singles over, right? Suarez, Wallachuk, Swanson, a lot of them are going to be very similar. Sales over, and then I just, uh, I just heart, I heart the ones that are available, right, right here. Right. And then I make pairs 
fear, right? A little bit less money because sometimes some of these some of these are the same pairs that I'm making over in prize picks, right? So you can see here, here's a thirty dollar, ten dollar, right? This thirty dollar one is Swanson Wallachuk because they they actually allow you on underdog to bet negative card like positive correlation, right? Like Swanson Swanson's under singles is also tied to Waldachuk's over four and a half strikeouts. If Waldachuk's doing well, Swanson probably is. All right, so I get to make it a little bit higher, right? So just before the show, I saw, right, I just added that Tyler Freeman one, right? Tyler Freeman over half a single, right? If we take a look on EV analytics right here, Tyler Freeman over, over a single. He's betting eighth, right? High variance, right? Obviously, for hitters. So it's like, okay, well, I don't got any of that. So like, okay, higher. I mean, I'm literally showing you what I do, right? Wheeler's over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do ten dollar pairs for all of the Freeman stuff, except for Bradley and Velasquez, which I'll do twenty dollars, right? Because those are the highest. These are the highest two on the board. So I'm gonna put more money down on them, right? So I'll do ten dollar, ten dollar uh, Freeman Wheeler pair, right? There, confirmed, done. Higher Bradley, lower. I'll do that for 20 bucks. Higher, lower on Suarez for 10. Higher, higher for sale for 10. All right? Just I'm just round robining them. Higher. Velasquez, you put a little higher. 20 bucks on Velasquez. Got Marcano here. Marcano's higher, higher. That's 10 bucks. There you go. Freeman and Swanson's under 10 bucks. And Freeman and Waldachuk's. Oh, Waldachuk moved to five. Yeah, that made they made ah that's I, I got it at four and a half. All the other places. So probably five isn't any good anymore. Right? Because Waldachuk was down here at like over here. So yeah, once it goes up to five, it's not day, and that's not gonna be value anymore. Right? So you know what I do? You uncheck it, right? Yeah, okay. I don't need I don't need Waldachuk anymore, right? Well, I know Freeman could stay. So you can see here on my live screen, like Waldachuk down here. Like where where are the where are the Waldachuk? Oh, I gotta load more. Waldachuk, right? Waldachuk Wheeler. Sale Jameson. Waldachuk Suarez. Yeah, I got it at five over five and a half. Now it's up to five. So now the value's gone. Right. That's why you gotta you gotta act early, right? You gotta you gotta get them when they go up and so there you go. I mean that's what I would do. I found the Freeman one, right? I could reload this. Probably on the next run, you'll won't you won't see Waldachuk here anymore because the line moved. All right, we go to underdog, expected value, Waldachuk, four and a half. Yeah, they haven't pulled the new the new number. But once it moves to uh, to five, it's gonna be no longer value. Does prize picks have Still have it as one at four and a half. Yeah, they still have four and a half right now. So this literally, this literally, I'm just literally showing you what I do. I mean, like I literally went through and did it. Right. So I got those going, and then I'll just I'll I'll save it on the screen. I'll have the screen up, and every so often, you know, reload. Especially with towards later in the day, two, three, four o'clock when lineups start coming out, and projections may change slightly. Right then I'll have to update this. But I mean, a lot of times I'm not I'm not taking the ones that are like very slightly. Like these ones down here, 
that have like one one star, whatever you want to call it. Like they may move so much. I mean, like like some of these things are like singles, like over under. Like it depends on the batting order. Like the hitting ones are are very very va- high variance. So like the little edges here. I'd rather put more money into the ones that are way, that they're significantly off than build all of these round robins, like $5 round robins of Logan Gilbert on over six and a half strikeouts. Like that's such a marginal difference right here. Like all, all, all the lineup has to do for, for Milwaukee has to change very slightly or some weather condition. And next thing you know, that the bat projection goes from 7.42 to like 7.17. And then it's no longer... Six and a half is no longer good enough for you, right? So that's why I typically don't screw around with these, the lower ones. I want I want to put as much money as I can, not as I can, within reason of what I'm what I'm putting in. And a lot, and since I'm doing a lot of round robins, you can see that I can I can get a decent amount of money down, right? If I'm doing even thirty dollar pairs of Bradley with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? I mean that's already two hundred and forty bucks on just one, basically Taj Bradley. On, on one site, and then go to another site and get another $250 down in pairs and all that. Like, obviously, once I get legal sports betting here, I could just go and just go, I'm going to bet that Taj Bradley under, well, it wouldn't be under five. It'd probably be under, it would be over under four and a half, right? You couldn't get these, like, middle lines. But if it was under five and a half, I'd just say, here's 500 bucks. Give me Taj Bradley under five and a half. Or I may have to go to different books. I may 100 here, 100 there, 100 there, 105 different places or something. But this is what I do. ANS Comedy asks, do you notice softer lines on underdog versus prize picks? Are they about the same? Well, some, some move differently than others. You're overthinking it. Why don't you just open them up and look? That's it. I don't care where they are, right? If underdog puts up an, a bogus line somewhere, I don't care that they normally don't. Do they have it currently? Then that's all I care about. So this is what I do. So there you go. I've, that's done, right? I'll update this. I'll look at this every once in a while for the rest of the day. Not every five minutes or whatever. I may not come back to this for, I'll see when lineups like, let's start, I see on Twitter when lineups start coming out, maybe, one, two o'clock. Maybe, maybe I, I'm going to the bathroom and I I load this up on my phone. I go, did anything new come out? No. Okay. Anything new that's worthwhile? So sometimes, no. Okay. Well, I see a little thing there. Oh, maybe. Right. It's not a big deal. You don't have to monitor this. I just want to show. This is what, like, I literally, all these, the stuff that I did on Price Picks and Underdog, I did less than an hour ago before this show. Right. At like 10 o'clock, 10 you can take a You could take a look. At literally the times, right? 10.05 a.m., 10.05 a.m., 10.06 a.m., 10.07 a.m. Right, you can see it there. So that's what I do. Okay, so that's done, right? Now, throughout the day, I'll take a look at this. Now, for DFS, DFS, I don't care about anything until like 6 o'clock. Like an hour before lock or what? if that, right? So then you get to this screen, right? So we got we have lineup HQ. I have the bat projections loaded. Now, obviously, I'm going to show an example of what I would do at 6 o'clock if these numbers are all correct. So, obviously, we don't have the starting lineups and everything, right? I mean, we're just assuming everything is the way it's going to stay. 
right? This would be the process exactly of what I do. Exactly. Like literally exactly. You don't have to say, well, do you normally? No, this is literally exactly. Okay. The only, the only thing that won't be exact is any projection differences, right? Of going like, oh, I think Logan Gilbert's going to be 35% owned. No, I think Blake Snell's going to only be 14% owned. I will change the projected ownership numbers. But not for like every player. Typically, it's for like the higher owned pitchers and some of the stacks. When I may go like, oh, like yesterday, Pittsburgh was going to be much lower owned than what was projected, even though they should have been higher owned. Turns out the Rangers were more owned than I thought they would be. And a lot of times I, I don't do that any scientific ma- matter. I just go, it's like, oh, okay, let's take a look at Pittsburgh, right? Go to hitter, right? And I, I take a look at the ownership, right? And I go, okay, Cabrian Hayes more like 20. Brian Reynolds more like 18. And I just change them to those numbers, Right? So just, once you have the numbers, it doesn't matter. You feel free to change the numbers if you want. We're just assuming that these are the numbers. <coughs> so what I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I'm playing I'm playing five lineups tonight. I'm playing one lineup in the 121. I play all five of them in the $15 large field. I play all five of them, regardless. Right? So I'm going to play five lineups total. One is going to be in the 121, the single entry 121 contest. One is going to be in the $25 single entry contest. One is going to be in like the, the three max $20 contest. One is going to be in the $12 single entry. That's like 1500, 2000 entry field. And the last one's going to be in like the chin music, the $5 single entry. So basically I'm scaling down, right? Basically from this size of the field, the 121 is like, like the smallest field contest. And then the, I'm building lineups like dramatically that go down, like the, like the fifth lineup, could be a very contrarian lineup because essentially that's I'm playing that for large field, like small field to large field. So I'm not going to just be playing all high projected lineups. I'm not going to play like all high contrarian lineups. It's going to be like, okay, I'm going to be playing a lineup that projects well enough and is contrarian enough for the 121, and then build it down from there, right? But I take it all, but I take it all from the same set. So what I'm going to do, okay, I'm going to be playing five three. I'm going to build 300 five, three lineups. Okay. How am I going to do that with the projections? Okay. Five, three. Now, if I just leave it this with no build build rules and one unique player, I'm going to get like the same. I'm going to get like pretty much like so much of the same lineup over and over again for 300 times. Right. Whole goal is that, you know, I'm, I'm looking for like, I want to look at a diverse set of lineups. Right. I don't get what the lineups are. I'm not doing this for strategic reasons. I just want to see 300 different lineups, right? So if I'm playing five, three, I don't want to have it be five, the same five, the same three in a different picture, right? I mean, I can, it's just that I'm not going to, if I want five fairly different lineups to each other, that's what I'm aiming for, right? I'm aiming for five lines. I'm not going to be playing the same stack in all five lineups. I've already decided that I can, but I've already decided that I want diversity. I want five lineups, five plus EV lineups that don't have the same stack in them, pretty much. Same five minutes. Maybe the other lineup has three. And I also don't want the same two pitchers in all five of my lineups, right? I don't care what the pitchers are. I just don't want, I, I'm just with a, more diversity. So I just want a more diverse set of lineups just to choose from. So if I don't add diversity settings, I'm just going to get 300 very similar looking lineups. 
And it's hard to pick five lineups that look different from each other. If I'm only, if I'm building 300, that all kind of look the same. So you know what I do? Okay. Now, first off, I'm probably going to be playing lineups that spend at least probably 48,000 on this slate. I know the cores is underpriced, but 48,000. I mean, I get, I get turned that off. It doesn't even matter. Right. I want at least like three unique players. This is going to be more. There's no, there's no magic settings. Don't even, don't even care about what I'm doing here. You could literally bang it if you wanted to. I'm dead serious. For this process, what I'm showing you right now, you could go to each thing here and literally bang your head against the keyboard. I mean, literally. I mean, I will. I, okay, I'll even do it to show you that that's what it would put on true rain randomness. Hit a range of outcomes is, is something I'm just literally banging my head against the keyboard. Okay, 52%. Okay, not now. Uh pitcher range of outcomes. What what do we want? Okay, we can't we can't do that high. But like uh 32%. Okay, that's uh team level randomness 17%. Now number of unique players. What, what pick a number from one from, from three to five. Let, let, let's do four. Okay, hitter max exposure. Does it matter? Does it does it matter any of this? Uh 80 85. Pitcher max exposure 63. Pitcher salary, what is it? The salary minimum, who cares? Uh, 24,781, right? I mean, like, it, none of this matters, right? I just want I just want diverse lineups, right? I don't care. I don't care what they look like. I don't care. I don't care, right? So I just want some randomness. So I'm not just getting the same goddamn lineup over and over again. There's no secret magic settings. You can say anything you want. Obviously, 1%. I want 1% randomness. How much different are your lineups going to be with 1% randomness? Right? With one unique player. Right? Right? With one, like, oh, if I do one, like, it just it just means that your lineups are, okay, it's not going to be like 300, like, that all look the same. It's going to be almost the same, right? Because you're only getting 1% randomness. Right? The goal isn't like, well, how do I get the winning lineups? No, it's just, I just want the first... I have 70 trillion lineups to choose from, right? And I want a set of 300 that is from all different buckets. I don't care what buckets they come from, right? So this hit a range of outcomes, make it 100%. It, that, that's fine, right? So it doesn't matter. So if I put in like 25%, 20%, right? If I, just 25% across the board, who cares, right? That's fine. Number of unique players, three. Maybe four, maybe five, whatever, whatever you want, right? It doesn't matter. This is not, this is the screen not to focus on. The purpose of this is not, oh, this is how I get 300. No, no. Most of the lineups that you're going to get are horrible lineups. The whole goal is to get 300 lineups just to have 300 lineups to choose from that all aren't the same lineup. So you're not choosing from, well, it's this lineup, but with this guy, with, 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 with Jacob DeGrom. And no, it's this lineup with, but it's with that bay, with Bay from pitch. Like it's just the same. You're looking at literally the same lineup with 1v1s. Unless you want, unless that's your goal. Like I'm, I'm just going to jam everything on. That's what you want. I want five different lineups. I have to go over this again and again because I know I'm going to get five questions over the next two days of people that literally watch this episode. And will ask and will show me their screen. I mean, this is what I, I'm telling you what I get. I will get a screenshot of this screen with, are these settings good? 
of some of people that have literally watched the show. They've they've listened to me for the past five minutes. And I look at those people and I just I, I don't understand how they how they tie their shoes. Like that's why I'm that's why I'm harping on this over and over again. The screen could have no numbers on it. And you just I could just yell at the screen. If this screen had a function that just said, give me a lot of different lineups, I just check that button. It doesn't matter. So I'm gonna build 300 lineups then. Whatever, from the projections. This is going to take a while. So this is going to take a couple of minutes. I don't even have to build 5-3 lineups, okay? Let's not, let's take away that, right? 5-3, 5-2, 5-A. Let's say, let's, okay, I want uh, 50%. Like, you could do this also. I'm, I'm playing five-man stacks, right? I'm, pl- I'm playing, uh, 50, let's say, 50%, 5-3. 50%, 5-3, and, and whatever numbers you want. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Whatever you feel like. 50, 30, 20, whatever. If you want to cap the stacks, he's like, I don't want any more. I don't want 10%. Feel free to do any of this. Dude, I'm just trying to build line. I'm just trying to generate lineups. That's all I'm doing. I just wanted to, I'm not playing. I'm looking for five lineups. I'm trying to just build 300. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to build more, my 600 or 900. But I mean, there's 300. So I'm going to press the build button there. Lineup HQ with the bat projections that are, and the current ownership that we currently have, everything build build three hundred lineups. Go ahead, go, go run it. I'm only going to be playing five. I just want to just build me a whole subset of lineups for me to choose from. There you go. So you see, it's running. Typically, this takes someone three to four minutes to run. So this is what I'd be doing at like six thirty, six forty, six forty-five, whatever. Half the half the time is just just having this run for three three to five minutes. So I could show up ten minutes before a slate, fifteen minutes before a slate, and just go, okay, let me run three hundred whatever. Give me, give me three hundred lineups, the card projections and ownership. Obviously, you have to add a little bit of time if you want to change some of the numbers. It's like I could just do this, and once I'm done with this, I'm gonna I'm gonna transport, I'm gonna export this into my portfolio trimmer. Where I can now look at the projection and ownership of every lineup to each other. ANS Comedy says if there's a magic button to make us all profitable, there'd be no point in playing DFS. Right. Dude, if there was a magic button, I wouldn't be telling you about it. I'd just be pressing the magic button. I'm just printing money. People ask, it's like, well, why do you show exactly what you do on the, on this show? For the exact reason of what I ranted about before. Like, I'll, I'll literally show it in 95% of you. That literal, 95%, 19 out of 20 people that watch this show, that are watching this show currently, still won't do it. They still won't, won't. Un- oh, I'm going to just plug in the numbers that you did. Like, no, no, that's not about the numbers. It's not about the magic settings. What are you doing? What are you what what is the concept of what you what are you doing? Or they'll understand it but not not understand variance conceptually. Oh, I did what you I I'm I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing exactly what you did. I understand I understand projection, I understand distributions, I understand all of that. And I've played five slates and and I, I don't know if I'm doing well. Like come back to me in 5 years. 
like five years. I said, yes. You know how much variance there is? Dude, you can play well for an entire baseball season and lose money. Every slate, having plus EV lineups and being that that having high top 1% finish rates and everything, and then uh, you're down 8,000 on the year. That's that's variance. You can tell me after five slates. Dude, tell me after 500 slates. Matt Sox asked playing any XFL or USFL. No. I mean, you could. Right, while this is running, I could go back. I could go back to my 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 prop screen with the bat projections and go like, oh, did anything new go sort right? I could look here. Bradley, Velasquez, Waldachuk, Wheeler, Suarez, Sale, Wheeler, LeMahieu. Nope. Go to underdog. See, the Waldachuk one should be gone now. Right. If you see here, Tyler Freeman, Swanson, Mercano, Suarez, Wheeler, Sale. Right. And you could search up here. The Waldachuk prop now shows at five, right? But now the difference is only six percent, so it's it's no there's no longer value. Four and a half would be fine. Four and a half would be good, but five wouldn't be. And then on 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 underdog, that's why take it off my favorite, take it off my list, right? So when a new one comes on underdog, like if it's something comes up later or something. Something moves or whatever, I'll add it to the list and then I'll just round robin them, right? Because you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? So if I put put ten bucks on a new prop, it's like it's like eighty dollars on that person, right? Round robin to you know nine different what eight different people, but some of these may move. Dodge Bradley may move to four and a half. Soares may move to four. I mean, then you, then you take it off the list. You go, okay, value's gone. So I'm not going to add it to any more more two picks. Why am I doing two picks over like three picks, four picks, five picks? One is organizational purposes. And two, it's like I'm trying to reduce the variance as much as possible. Imagine trying to do combinations of three on this. It's, 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 it's hard. Do combinations of five. You have 12 things and you want all, every combination of five. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with having to do that manually. If, if there was a, if there was a, like a CSV upload, I could do it because then I could generate that in Excel and then just upload it that way. I could do that, but I mean, there's no way to do it. You have to still have to do it manually. Even if I generate all the combos in Excel, I still have to put them in manually. You know how long that will take? That's a lot of time. So just like two picks, that's fine. Slim says, I've done way better after hearing your explanations. I get it, but it's not as simple as people think and not as complicated either. Right? People are looking for like magic buttons, but the process is actually not complicated. The concepts of what you're trying to do. Defix says, since you work for RG, you didn't show the checkbox for winning lineups only that you get to use. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I hit that one. I hit the winning lineups only button. Solo says, do you compile and review your prop results? If so, how granular do you get? No, not on not on prize picks and underdog because there's really there's really no way. Once 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 actual sports books come here, then then that'll be much easier. Once actual sports book here, I could I could there, there are there's sites that you could use. 
to track that for you automatically. All right, James McGuire says, actually inputting the bets is the hardest part, right? Getting the money down is the hardest part, right? Okay, so are we back here? Okay, we got 300 lineups, okay? So I generated 300 lineups. It was a random variety, right? Just random, right? I got Gilberts, Strider, Sale, Snell, Wallachuk, Stroman, right? Got a whole bunch of these pitchers, right? I got look at I got a lot of Pittsburgh stacks. Pittsburgh, Colorado, obviously Coors, and they had they didn't change the pricing, right? So so Coors is well, what's the total there at Coors, right? So Thirteen, get out of here, right? And they didn't and the pricing didn't even like, dude, the Pirates are literally the same price as they were yesterday. I look, Cabrian Hayes is like thirty eight hundred, Santana thirty four hundred, right? So you're gonna get a lot of that, obviously. Right, so I just checking the lineups, right? See, I, I get a whole bunch of like I get all these stacks to choose from, right? Right, combos, look at all the combos, five three combos, five two combos, right? So I just get three hundred. I'm I'm only playing five lineups. I could generate another three hundred with the same settings if I want, right? Because it's all because I have so much randomness on, I could get different lineups also, different set. I could add another I could. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I can build up to 3,000. Depending on the sport, sometimes for football, I'll build like 3,000. I'll do this for every quarterback. I'll build 300 lineups of just Mahomes lineups, of just Justin Fields lineups, of just Matthew Stafford lineups, and just do that. I could do that. You could do 100 of each, whatever. You're, you're just trying to build a set of lineups for you to trim from. That's all you're doing. Okay? Based on the numbers that you currently have. So doing this now doesn't do doesn't do much good at 11.30 in the morning. We don't have lineups in. The ownership will change. All these numbers will change. So here, here, I built 300 lineups in lineup HQ. So you know what I do? I export it. Right? I'm going to export these lineups. First, I'm going to export these projections. Right? I'm going to export the back projections. Then what we're going to do is we're going to go over to the portfolio trimmer. So I'm going to stop the screen because I got to switch over to the my entire screen three. There you go. Here's my portfolio trimmer. Okay. So here is the screen for inserting projections. Right. So I'm going to take the bat projections, right, that I just exported. They're right here. This isn't complicated. Right. And this portfolio trimmer is part of theory of DFS. The, the custom Excel tools, is, is you, could, you could get the same exact. Excel spreadsheet that I use, right? So I just cut and paste, right? You just cut and paste the whole the whole thing if I wanted to, right? Right, cutting and paste, right? That should all all fit in. Fan name, fantasy points, projected ownership, batting order. I mean, all you really need is the name, fantasy points, ceiling, floor, salary. You know, you don't you don't need you don't need all the columns, right? Paste it in. There you go. Right, we got everything in there. Right, there you go. Paste it in. Then we go. Insert the lineups on the insert lineup screen. Right, so here's the insert lineup screen. I'm going to go. I exported the lineups from lineup HQ. Right, you can see them right here. Right, just what you do. Cut and paste. There you go. Ding. Take all of them. Copy. Right. Go to the first first uh, cell, right? Paste. There you go. Done, right? They're in. 
Then I'm going to load these with the projections into the portfolio manager. There you go. Oh, did I do I not have this? Okay, I don't have the the columns lined up correctly. Okay, let's do this again. Clear projections. Let's get the projections back. We got player team opposed. We got copy paste ceiling floor copy paste salary paste Reload portfolio. Okay, what is going on? Let me let me open up this. Let me I'll do it again. When in doubt, close it out and open it again. It's almost always because the column is off. What is going on? I'll give you my tweet deck. Open it up again. Go to portfolio trimmer. Open it up again. And we'll just cut and paste it again. I think for some reason the batting ordering column got in the way of everything. Simply, I just I, I I cut and paste them column by column. I just did it did it too quickly. Go into the portfolio trimmer, let it load, because it loads with like sample data, just for you to see it. You can do this manually in lineup HQ. Like literally the portfolio trimmer is just something that makes it quicker. I can just go and manually delete lineups. Let's go portfolio trimmer. Come on. This is day in the life. This is literally what I would do, right? Be, okay, something's wrong, right? Enter projections, clear projections. I'll make this bigger, right? So player ID over to projected ownership, right? Pace. Oh, the plate IQ column. That's, well, okay, now I get it. Now I get why that screwed up. Okay, this should be easy now. You don't need the plate IQ column, but you can't you can't get rid of it. Uh, salary right here, copy salary right there, paste, done. Okay, so we got this. Then we get the lineups back, right? Clear the lineups. Get, get our lineup sheet back, right? The same same ex export that we have before. We cut and paste all of that, put that there. There we go. And then now we load into the portfolio manager. Yeah, there we go. Now we're good. Now we're good. Now we're hitting it. I'll make this bigger, right? I can make this woo, a little too big. Okay. So essentially, this is showing you all the lineups that that I built that I built out, right? It even shows you the exposures, right? This is the same. 
exposures that that's you know that was shown in lineup hq right shows you player player play you know just here's the lineup here's the price of the lineup the floor projection the the median projection the ceiling projection the ownership the sum right the stack it even they'll tell you what what stack it is so you can see all these highest projected stacks are obviously pittsburgh colorado right sorted by projection like we have all the way at the bottom it clumps at the bottom we get some 88 90 90 whatever right Highest one is 122. Okay. So maybe since we're playing, you know, even I'm probably going to get rid of some of the, the lower, the lower projected ones. At what point do we get rid of whatever point you feel like, right? The top lineup is 122. A lot of times as a, like a heuristic, it's like, like one swing of the bat, right? Cause I'm playing a lot of these in like, like the $12 single entry, the 20, like these aren't necessarily built specifically for large field contests the largest field contest so i'm probably not going to be playing lineups that project for like 90 right i'm probably not going to be playing that so maybe i cut it off at 100 right cut it off at 100 and also i don't want to play the highest projected the highest owned lineups and highest projected lineups so maybe i cut it off at one like i don't want to play a lineup that projects for more than 120 right these are arbitrary. Just whatever you feel like. You just look. You look and you go. Don't don't overcomplicate this. Like I I know that these lineups up here are too high owned for the most part, and these two lineups are too low projected for the most part. So I could go here, set projection threshold: the low a hundred, the high one twenty, right? And I could just trim based on that threshold, right? So I trim thresholds. It'll go through, and there you go. Done. So now I'm I'm down to how many lineups? All right, trimmed it. Now I'm down to 262 lineups. All right from there. Okay. I look at the sa- even the salaries. I mean, the sa- I don't even know if the salary matters. Because look, 40, uh, here's a 47.5 lineup that projects for 180. Right. So I don't even know if you're sure if I do have to trim by 45.1 lineup. Right. This is a a sale Gilbert. This looks like a Yankees, a, it's a pirate stack with some Yankees in it, right? But I could even go, I could even sort by ownership. So like here for this column, right? The ownership column and go like, well, probably not going to play this lineup, 160, 164, right? Some of them down here are like really low owned, right? So I probably do the same thing, same thing here. I'm probably probably not going to be playing lineups that are like lower than what it looks like. Probably lower than 80. Probably, probably not going to play lineups that are higher than like 150. So maybe I trim based on that. 80, 150. Right? Trim those thresholds. Okay, now I'm I got rid of some more lineups. Right down to 238 lineups. Right, I could trim based on a key player. I could be like, you know, how much how much Logan Gilbert do I really want? How much Cabrian Hayes do I want as chalk? Right, so I'm getting a lot. I'm obviously getting a lot of cores. Right, so maybe before I do it, maybe I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to trim some of some of some of those lineups. Now there's a function called Smart Trim. What Smart Trim does is just basically eliminates the lineups that are lower projected but higher owned. 
So for instance, if I did it for all the lineups that are here, right? This this first lineup projects at 119. I've shown this in lineup HQ. This is what you could manually do in lineup HQ. 119 projection, 139 ownership. 119 projection, 137 ownership. 118 projection, 144 ownership. So like the whole point, the whole general concept as a blunt concept in DFS is that you want to play lineups that have the highest projection for the lowest ownership. Like that's that's essentially the GPP concept. Highest rejection, lowest ownership. Well, then then why are you playing a lineup that projects for two points lower at 146 down here when you can play a lineup that projects two points higher for less ownership? Like, no, the, this lineup up here, this, this whatever 118.75 lineup is much better than from that con- conceptually, better than the lineup that's down here at like 144% ownership. So what Smartstrom will do is get rid of those lineups, get rid of like, like it'll go 139, 137, get rid of this lineup, 129, get rid of this lineup, get rid of this lineup, get rid of this lineup, get rid of it. It's going to get rid of all of these lineups in between until it hits 123, right? Because this is all sorted by projection. So essentially it's going to go from 139, 137, 129, 123.87, 118.75. And then it's going to eliminate this lineup, this lineup, this lineup until it gets to something that's better than Let's lower than 118.75, which won't be until here, till this point right here, you can see on the screen. And then 116, I'll get rid of all these lineups until it hits 112.39. So that's what Smart Trim does. You get, it'll go down to 108. It'll keep on doing that. And it'll just get rid of all the lineups in between those. So that every time you're going down in projection, you're also going down in ownership. Now, this Smart Trim function also could be could work for players. Oh, what the hell happened there? I just clicked Mike Ford. And is this this a bug? What happened there? Oh, no, no. I scrolled all the way. Okay, hold on. Oh, there we go. Okay, I was like, what the hell happened there? Okay, that little arrow, right? Oh, what is going on? Is Mike Ford, okay, I, yeah, Mike Ford isn't on the slate. Okay, let me reload. Uh, I don't want to reload the portfolio. Okay, what what you could do with, with Smart Trim is go by player, okay? Which means only trim the lineups with that player in it. Obviously, there's a bug if the player is not currently on the slate. I should have emptied that beforehand. Okay, like I said, these, these aren't perfect, depending on the data that you're putting in, Okay. So if you want to see that smart trim and function, right? What I said, it'll get rid of all the lineups in between based on ownership. So if I press smart trim right now, it's going to run. It'll run through all the lineups. It typically takes a second or two. And, and it should. Come on. Did I screw something up when I clicked on Mike Ford? Okay, I reload the portfolio, smart trim. Yeah, I got it. There we go. What is going on? This worked yesterday. 
None. Empty null value in there. Null. Okay. Probably should have tested it out before I before I did this today. Let's go back into lineup HQ. Uh, let's see. So I could do this manually. I could literally do this manually. You don't even need this tool. Okay. So what I what I'm attempting to do in the line in the portfolio trimmer is you see here, here are all the lineups that we literally just made. 150. 0.39 at 122, 165 at 121. We'll get rid of it, right? We're just going to get rid of all of these lineups. 146.97, 164.86, right? 146.72, 152, too high. So we just keep on going. Keep on going. Get rid of all these lineups, okay? Now, normally I would say let's shut the... The day in the life, like this is going to take way too long for 300 lineups. So let's just say, let's make 20 lineups. Okay. So we're just going to randomly make 20 lineups. Just a little bit annoyed that I did this too fast. That the portfolio trimmer should, because I'll have to reload it again. If I reload it again, it'll work. But then I have to do all, all the work again. Okay, so here we go. 20 lineups. Okay. I'm literally showing you what I do. Literally. Okay. Here's 20 lineups, right? 169, 121. 143. Okay, that's good. 152, too high. It has to beat 143. 139. 138. 132. 129. That's good. 121. 146. No good. 142. No good. 128. Nope. Got to beat 121. 91, right? Because this is what the smart trimmer would do. This is what literally what the portfolio trimmer would do. Get rid of that, right? 91, got to beat 91. Got to beat 91. 76, okay, got to beat 76. 76, okay. So now we're down to, down to nine lineups, okay? Nine lineups, right? I'm going to cut off the highest project, right? Like just before, it's like, okay, I'm not going to play the highest projected lineup here. I'm not going to play the lowest stone lineup, right? 102, right down there. Now I got, uh, I got seven lineups to choose from. I'm going to be playing what? Five? Well, whatever, whatever amount. I look, I got four Pittsburgh stack. Okay. I'll probably play the, just to be different, right? I'll play the Toronto stack. And there you go. Hit that. Save that. I'm going to play probably both, both of these. Right, I'll play two Colorado stacks that have whatever. This one is a four, five, two, one. Fine, okay. Two Colorado stacks. Now, obviously, I would have like three hundred lineups to choose from. I mean, I'm I'm choosing five lineups out of seven. Let's say let's say I wanted to choose choose uh, three lineups instead, since we only had very few to choose from. Right. Let's get. We have any of the saved lineups, right? I probably would play out of the three lineups. I would play, right? I'd look here. I'm just looking for diversity. I've already, I've already ironed it out that the ownership versus projection is worth it on all these lineups. So I'm going to play one of the Toronto lineups, right? So I got Sale and Gilbert in this lineup. So in the Colorado lineup that I choose, maybe I don't want to play 
Salen Gilbert, if I want to be diverse. I can play either lineup if I want. But it's like, okay, well, maybe I choose the one that's not Sal Gilbert, right? Who else do I have in this lineup? Sal Gilbert, Albies, Alex Call, Dalton. Oh, I don't even have any Colorado Rockies in this lineup. Okay. Maybe I maybe I would. Sal Gilbert, maybe I choose uh, Colorado. Sal Strider, 113. Okay, that's fine. Let's pick that. As my second lineup, who do I have in both of these lineups? Sale. Is there a non-sale lineup? Non-sale lineup? Let's see. No, all of them have sale. Okay, but I got, I'm got. i going to play a Pittsburgh stack. Right, so we'll take a look at the Pittsburgh stacks. Sale Strider, Kershaw Sale, Sale Snell, Snell Gilbert. This is with the, the Orioles down here. The, this is a game stack. This is the Royals with Acuna and Spencer Strider. Maybe I could play that one. Santano, Santana, Castro, Hayes. Do I have any of those guys in here? I've I've Cannon, KSN in there, right? Reynolds, KSN, Bay. Let's take a look at build two. Let's take a look at the. The Stacks, Pittsburgh, Santana, Castro, Hayes, KSN. No, this is fine. I can play this. I mean, they're all fine. They're all fine. I'm just doing doing. what would be more diverse for my portfolio. That's, that's essentially all I'm asking is like, do I want to play the same people in every lineup? No. Right? So I'd look here. You could play this line if you wanted to. Oh, I want to play Baltimore. Okay, that's fine. There you go. Pick that lineup. Here's my three lineups. Right. I got Sale and three, Strider and two. I got KSN and two of them. There you go. Enter. Done. I mean, these could literally be the lineups that I play. I lean more towards 5-3 to make everything simpler. Because you're going to get less. You're going to get le- When you're trying to make 5-3s, if you make 300 5-3s, you're going to get much more diversification. Once you start having one-offs in there, it'll start jamming in high projected one-offs all the time. Which is which is fine, which is fine. It's just that you may I, I find that if you're gonna do five X and try to build these candidate sets, you probably have to build like fifteen hundred. Or ramp up the randomness to the point that the, the projections almost don't matter anymore. Because you'll start getting very similar combinations of players. Too much with the one offs. With the five three, you don't you don't get as many. Because there's only so many ways that five plus three could fit together. So by the time you get to the hundredth lineup, it's like I can't I can't give you any more pirates as a five man stack anymore. Like you've already you've already combined all these things together. Now I have to give you different pitchers with those with those combinations. Now a lot of those lineups will be bad lineups, right? You'll have low projected, low owned lineups, but you're getting rid of those anyway. You're trimming those down no matter what, right? And if the trimmer actually if the trimmer actually worked, or I wasn't trying to speed through everything. So I'd reload this and, and run it again. It had, had to do with the, the damn, the key player, the, the smart trim. Because norm, normally I save my I save my stuff from, from the day before. And then if I need to, I need to re-download this from Theory of DFS. So something screwed up in there. I, I, I re-downloaded it and didn't save the one from yesterday. Typically, I just save the one from yesterday and then just re, rewrite it over. So I would never I would rarely have someone in the key player spot that doesn't exist in the player pool. 
Okie doke. So there, that's exactly what I would do. They're a day in the life, right? Go back. Okay, well, it's been it's been a it's been a while, right? I'd do this an hour or two from now, whenever. Some liners. Well, let me take a look. Is there anything? Is there any? Taj Bradley, Velasquez, Suarez, Wheeler, Waldachuk. Waldachuk's still four and a half. Chris Sale. I mean, it's all it's all the same, right? Did any any anything new on underdog come up? Right? No. No, not much. Unless the lines have changed or something. So there. And then a half an hour before DFS lock, I will go through and I will build a candidate set of 300, 600, 900 lineups or whatever. And then go through and trim out, trim out the ones that are too high owned for their projection. And out of the ones that are left, choose five that are, for my risk profile, diverse enough that they're playable. And then you can find that based on the ownership, like, oh, well, the Pirates are going to be very heavily owned. It's like, well, even when I trim out based on ownership, I still get mostly Pirate stacks. Well, that shows that maybe the Pirates, even though they're chalk, are still under-owned. They show that a certain pitcher may be over-owned. It's like, oh, I'm not getting much of this guy, even though he's going to be 35% owned. Yeah, the pitcher's over-owned probably. You go through that and you pick you pick you pick three lineups, pick five lineups, pick 20 lineups, pick your 150 lineups, pick whatever thing, whatever you want. Did I do anything with exposures here? No. Did I do any? No, I'm just using lineup HQ to generate lineups. Right? And then I'll I'll weed out the ones that have let less expected value because of their ownership. And obviously you can change you if you think Chris Sale is going to be more than 14% owned. I think Chris Sale is going to be 700% owned. Well, obviously you're not going to get much of them. At his projection, if you bump up his ownership to that point, you think someone's going to be lower owned, then lower the ownership. The numbers matter. The numbers matter when you do this. So that's it. That's it. I mean, day in the life. This is. Did you see? Did you see me like go through like, well, what is this guy's pitch mix? Did you see, like, what is his ISO against lefties? No, everything's in the projections. So, like, I don't care. But, like, dude, like, I, I don't have to even know who Rodolfo Castro is. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. What does it matter? I don't know who, I, I don't have to know anything. Oh, Al, why is Alex Call in that lineup? Because I guess he fits, that number fits in that number. That's, obviously the numbers are going to change because these are all just projected lineups. Oh, well, the, the Pirates lineup. You have, uh, you know, Jihuan Bay is batting first rather than batting seventh or whatever. Well, obviously the numbers are going to change. That's why you can't. Why, why are we building lineups at, at, at noon? Dude, just wait for the num- wait, wait, wait for most of the lineups to be in. But if you can't build lineups and like, like, dude, I could look how quick this is. The main decision is like how 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 is my t- my portfolio diverse? I can just randomly choose, right? I bring this into the port. If I brought all the three hundred into the portfolio trimmer and it worked, I'd probably be down to like maybe like thirty two lineups or something, thirty ish lineups. It's like, well, I need to play five of them. Well, at that point, I just well, I want to play one of the ones towards the top in the one twenty one, and then take ones in each band. Right, go out of these thirty lineups. Right, I'm gonna take one up here, one down, one here, one here, one here, one here, and I just look at that. I just literally look at them on the screen. I go, who's in that lineup? Okay, I'm already, I already have this combination, so I don't want that combination again. 
Not because I can't, not because it's not EV. It's just that I, I, I'm looking for five lineups that are as different to each other, if possible. So a lot of times I'm playing, you know, five different five-man stacks. But some slates, some slates, it may be that, like, the 30 lineups that are left, the 18 lineups that are left, 12 of them are Pittsburgh stacks. It's like, well, okay, I'm probably playing two or three Pittsburgh stacks then. But I don't want the Pittsburgh stacks to also have the same two pitchers and the same team and the three-man or right. You can, just that, obviously, your variance goes up. Your risk goes up. I prefer to be more diverse. All those lineups are fine. And if you wanted to randomly to add of the 18 that are left and you're going to play five and you want to close your eyes and randomly pick five of them, that would be fine also. You could do that as well. That's it. This is DFS. Right? This is a this is a blunt, this is a blunt process to get plus EV lineups. Guys like Nerdy Tenor have a process that's quite similar to this, just more advanced. Similar in concept, right? A little bit more more precise. But essentially, that's what you're doing. I want the, I want the most rejection for the lowest ownership. And in MLB, correlation helps you more. So that's all you're doing. You already have you already turn player names into numbers. So there you go. So weed out weed out the less the, the lower EV lineups that could still be plus EV, and play as many of the the highest EV lineups that you can exploitatively. And if, you, if it turns out that, like, Chris Sale is, well, you, he's 14%, he's projected to be 14% owned. If he comes in at 35% owned, well, your lineups now are horrible. Because now they're over-owned. So that's why the numbers, the numbers need to be, you have to have good numbers. And that's why you sign up for Roto-Grinders. Right? Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Get the bat projections if you want to add on to that. The regular RG projections are fine also. If you want any of the tools that I use, it's in the theory of daily fantasy sports for advanced players. <coughs> the custom Excel tools. If I download the, if I, 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 sh- I shouldn't have downloaded and then try to do everything so quickly. Normally it works. Not a very good sales tool of like, oh yeah, this portfolio trimmer that I had problems with twice. Because I, tr- I tried to use an example thing instead of doing it the way that I normally do it. By the saved version that I had. Yes, I rewrote the saved version with the one that, from the beginning, from, from a couple of months ago. So I got to redo that again. But you can go there. You go to theorydfs.com. You can pick that up if you want. Or you could do it manually. I just literally showed you. you could, if you want to build 100 lineups and then just delete the ones that are lower owned and higher owned than they, the projection, you could just do that. Sometimes I could do it. Sometimes, hey, if you, if you have time, it's like, okay, I got a half an hour. Okay, do it. Click, 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 delete, delete. You could do the same thing as what the portfolio trimmer does. So you don't even need it. Just saves you time. That's all it does. Ain't as comedy to use the trimmer for showdown. Yeah, why wouldn't I? You could use it for anything. Question. These are tools. Do you use a hammer? Do you use a hammer for, for that nail? Do you use a hammer for this type of nail? Yeah, it's a hammer. You can use it for any nails you want. If you're going to build a whole ton of lineups... If I ask you to build 7,000 lineups and then I want you to choose three from the 7,000 lineups and you have four minutes to do so. Well, 
you're going to have to use a tool like like the portfolio trimmer, right? Let's say I give you four days now. Like, well, then you don't need the portfolio trimmer. It's, it's like you're going to use whatever tools make it more efficient for you to do what you want to do. Stop overthinking it. All these are tools. That's it. Well, what are the exact settings? That, that what are the what 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 settings do you put on your power drill? I'm assuming there are settings on a power drill. So, what settings do you put on a power drill? And you'll tell me. It's like, oh, I normally have this setting. It's like, like for what? For okay, well, how about I'm trying to put a put a wheel on my car. They go, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That power drill won't be able to. Like, no, I need to add this, you know, these things to it because I thought you, I thought you meant for a, like a Phillips head screwdriver for like a bookcase. I go, isn't that the same? It's a power drill, right? Like, no, no, no. The settings matter on what you want to do with the tool, right? That's why there's 7 million drill bits and there's this 8,000 add-ons. I've seen these drill sets. I don't know what I'm talking about. Just drill set, like, oh, you have all the long one and this one, and then you have the big size, and then are you going to use the thing, this with this juhickey on the side? You have to use the ratchet version because it's around the corner or something. Like, dude, it's not just a power drill. It's not like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch someone build a power. Like, oh, they're building a bookcase. So, like, obviously, I could use that, that to now build steel beams on a skyscraper. It's like, no, that's not the same type of drill. Use the tool for whatever you need the tool to use it for. That's it. Oh, I just press X, Y, and Z. Next thing you know, the bu- the bookcase comes together. Like, no. It's... <laughs> well, what bit do you use on a drill? Well, the bit that goes along with the nail that you have or the whatever, that the screw that you have. Oh, so you can't just use a Phillips head on a flat head? No, of course not. So how would I know? By looking at the, what are you looking to build? That's what a tool is. Rad Dad Fanny Pack. For low entry field, single entry, you use the same approach as a GPP. Yes, it is a GPP. That's what it is. GPP, all it is. Progressive Payout Structure Contest. Right? This is where the questions start coming in That of the people that didn't actually listen to the past hour or to any of the shows. So go back and watch all the shows. Right? Go get the theory of daily fantasy sports. Right? Listen to it 100 times because you're probably going to need to listen to it 100 times. Theoryofdfs.com. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door. Hit the thummy thumbs. Get your questions in. Questions at theoryofdfs.com. Tomorrow we're preempted. Right? We got an early slate. So I'll be on Grinders Live. It'll be on tomorrow. You'll see the thumbnail. And we'll be back on Thursday. I got more questions in the queue. So submit your questions. I'm going to have to go through all of this all over again probably every three weeks. Because someone's someone's gonna, I'm gonna get 14 questions, and uh, have to show it all over again because people are like, "Well, do you do this?" I'm like, "Did you did you literally watch the video?" Yeah, I watched the video. I said, "Well, that's what I do." I said, "But you didn't show that. If I didn't show it, that means I don't do it." Okay. I'm not hiding anything. There's no hiding here. Okay. I literally showed you what I do. Okay. Well, do you do? No, no, I don't do that. Did I, is it on the screen? No, I didn't do it. Well, for this, no, no. Did, did you see me do it on this video? Then I don't do it. Right. I, like I said, the only caveat I said is that I, I will change ownership numbers. Now, I don't know what to change them to now. I mean, it's noon. 
I will change some of the ownership numbers. But outside of the actual process, it's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe I have Spencer Strider at 34% owned. And maybe you have him at 28% owned. And that will change the, t- the lineups that get built because of those numbers. The same thing is like if you don't use the bat projections, you can use some other projections that may have slightly Logan Gilbert may project for two points lower in some other projections. Said, okay, that's fine also. And obviously you're gonna have less Logan Gilbert than I do. But the process would be the same exact thing. You'd be like, okay, well, what lineups does he fit in for that projection and that ownership? It's the same process, just different numbers. That's fine. But I'm not doing anything else. There's nothing else. Do you look at, no, I don't. Whatever you saw in this video is what you get. That's literally what I do. Well, for this other sport, no, you're looking at what I do. Okay? That's that's why I named it Day in the Life. Well, for, for, for underdog, do you like, like, did you watch the video? Do you, do, no. It, it Was it in the video? No. Okay, then I don't do it. I'm not hiding anything. I don't know how many times I have to say it. I, I respond. I like. I would say half of the responses that I give to some questions are, no, I don't do it. Did you see me do it? No. Then I don't do it. Well, would you do this? No. I show. I literally show what I do. That's why I have to use the term literally over and over again. I'm not doing this to just like, oh, this is this is an example of what you can do, but I do it differently. Like, no, it's literally what I do. Right, ANS Comedy says, I don't know why I watch the show daily. It's all good, but you have said this 100,000 times. This is all reinforced. Right. Yet 95% of people won't do it. It amazes me. Uh, but it's free content here, right? Hit the thumbs up button, right? Go to Theory DFS. Learn, learn everything you never need to know at theorydfs.com. Get a Rotor Rinder subscription. You get, you'll get Lineup HQ. You'll, you'll get everything that I that I do. Been a profitable DFS player for over seven years. Profitable pride props. Props doing great. I'm up like six grand so far this year in uh, in, in MLB props. Just doing what I'm they're literally they're literally doing this. Literally, literally. <laughs> so all you have to do is do it. All this stuff is available to you. Just do it. That's all you have to do. Hit the thumbs up button. Do that. And come back later today for Grinders Live MLB Crunch Time. And uh, yeah, I'll be up in the morning with Dean. Let's see. Dean's will be cranky in the morning for MLB Grinders Live tomorrow. And then I'll be back on Thursday. And then Friday is MMA. And keep on going here, answering your DFS strategy questions like I always do. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.